Hello, everybody. Hey, Hi. How's it going? <laughs> so exciting. I think. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Hello, everyone. This Hello, is so Kelly. And Matt. Hi, Hi Willow. Everyone. Hi, Thomas. Hello, Justine. And, uh... 
Thanks yes, everyone for coming to watch our podcast recording today. Hello, Nat. Hi, hi. <laughs> Very excited. <laughs> <laughs> Grab your water instead. Exactly. Oh, it I might make it worse. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you cannot hear Steph. Oh, no. You're muted. Oh, I don't hear Steph, but you. I know. I'm like, I can hear Steph. Yeah, same. <laughs> <laughs> Good time. Oh, exactly. Thank y'all for thank you, thank you. telling us. <laughs> oh my gosh, we look so cute. <laughs> Love the little like dinosaur lighting up in the corner. It's so cute. Same. It's so adorable. That's super cool that it lights up when you're talking. I love that. Yeah. Look at us, so fancy. I find I know, it funny right? that we've all got our usernames, but then there's like. <laughs> yep. OG. <laughs> yes, your little thing is lighting up now. Yay. Ooh, stop. I, uh, I turned off my voice mod stuff before, and I didn't realize that my main capture was going through that. <laughs> oh, nice. <laughs> We're good. Oh, thank you. So anyway, hi, hello, everybody. <laughs> I'm saying hello. <laughs> We're super excited to be here today um, and super thankful all of you guys are here too. Absolutely love it. We have a ton of questions from you guys. And if you guys want to ask more questions, it's which direction do I point? This one, that way, go over there. Vibrate. <laughs> oh, <laughs> I don't, that's not the right way. The other way. Yep, the other way. Yes, you can just type command Q if you want to ask a question and we'll populate in our Discord, which is super awesome. Thank you, Steph, for setting that up. Read them. Which probably means I should open that, right? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> okay. I was like, oh, I don't think I have that open now. We, yeah, we also have, have the submission forms, too. If you wish to stay anonymous, you are more than welcome to join our Discord. Um, you can drop questions in there. We also have a submission form under the exclamation Q-Anon. No, Anon Q. Not We're not gonna, I, I didn't do Q-Anon because I think that's like a thing in politics. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Brona, hello. Katie, oh, yeah. welcome in. That's Hello, hello, Katie. Welcome in, Hi. Katie. Oh, the host is a fantastic idea, but I'm not signed into that account. <laughs> <laughs> Just doing it now. It's like, oh shit. <laughs> yeah, I'm doing it right now as Gentle well. Gentle reminder for those that are tuned in: a host goes a long way. For every ten hosts, I believe is what I, I heard, um, it bumps you up the recommended list. So the more oh, wow. we can get, the oh. more up we can go. Fantastic. Maybe I can do it from a strong. Maybe, maybe, maybe. I think I'm signed into my Twitch on 
that's how I did it. I did it on my phone. you guys today it's our first ever q a um no questions are off limits for the most part if uh take this as your i guess your trigger warning there will be some sensitive topics on this podcast more than likely today uh if you're feeling uncomfortable please mute or direct to discord we can definitely help you out in there so welcome in there. epic and miriam sorry i forgot my blanket <laughs> <laughs> the, the music, music is a bit too loud, loud. Have you seen Ali's just told us um, music could be turned down a tad and stuff could be turned up? Yeah, that's what we were. Thank so. you. I'll make sure that I'm speaking up today too, because we have a slightly different setup than what I'm used to. <laughs> yeah, same. <laughs> it works out. Um, you guys want to jump in? Yeah. Um, Do you want to talk first about somebody asked about... Um, our experiences being online and streaming and anxiety that comes with that and meeting new people and how do we avoid trolls and hate um, let's just gonna quickly do a reminder to people that we're not gonna like so much to chat as we would in our own streams in this uh q a oh yes that's true um, we will not be as active in responding to questions but we do have mods here ready that can help answer your questions um, and if you want to submit a question for us to talk about, you can use the question command. Perfect. Does so anybody that, want to start yeah, talking about your- Yeah, that is a great question. That's a great question. Because I struggle with this, honestly, kind of on the daily. It's, it's the struggle of wanting to be on the internet and be a content creator, but also not have anybody know that you know in real life that you're a content creator. Um, so I've, I've, I've kind of ripped that bandaid off and accepted that there there is very little semblance of privacy, but you can control what you outwardly portray on the internet. So with hate and bullying and all of the things that are going on, it's it's it comes with the territory. So you kind of have to... <sighs> Take yourself out of the situation and understand that it's not personal. If you have someone coming into your raid, whether it's it's for racism or because you're a woman or because you identify with the LGBTQ plus community, it is very much a reflection of themselves. Um, so just build in measures that protect yourself. Put your chats on sub only. Block. Block. Block is like the best advice I could give to anybody. If anyone's making you feel uncomfortable, immediately block. That's it. You, the, the, the biggest fuck you is like blocking access to yourself. No one's entitled to that. No I would say too, like something that helps me if you have like social, social anxiety um, is finding somebody to mod for you like early on so that you don't have to be the one to like say like, hey, this is making me uncomfortable. I'm going to I'm going to block you like you can have the way that I have it set up is that like there are certain rules that if people comment on in chat, I have told my mods, like, that's an immediate ban. 
so that I don't even have to address it if I don't want to because I'm not the type of person that wants to like call out trolls like some people do that and that's fine but that's like makes me feel uncomfortable to like take a moment away from my stream and be like you know what screw you don't say that to me like I would rather just like completely ignore them have them banned and have like a set rule so that you don't even have to deal with it is like how I roll <laughs> I'm like I don't want to pay you any attention so I'm just gonna have my mods delete your message ban you half the time I don't even see it it's fantastic I think anything that you can do to set your own boundaries before you start streaming is the best thing for you. And um, as you said, having good mods that will watch your back is awesome. But I think if you don't have any mods or if you're basically modding for yourself, I think don't be afraid to ban people, honestly. Yeah. I think too, like you are muted, Dana. with the social anxiety of like streaming, um, it definitely gets better as you do it. Um, if you think that you want to try streaming, I always say like, give it a go, give it a try, like start really simple, you know, use what equipment that you have. Um, and and the, if, if you love it, the anxiety will become lessened over time, the more you do it. I was surprised by the lack of anxiety that I had streaming. <laughs> Do you find it's easier because there's two of you? Um, n yes and no, but I think even when I do solo stream, I don't find myself anxious or anything like that. I definitely push myself. There's some days I wake up and I'm like, I don't want to do this. I don't oh, want to yeah. be sitting in front of my computer <laughs> for two hours or five hours or eight hours and entertaining people. <laughs> yeah, I definitely think you have to push through that because like I've been streaming for like a year and a half now and I still get that so often where I like just I'll be like laying in bed in the morning and I get this voice in my head that's like, um, I don't want to do this. You know, it's like all those anxious thoughts come up and, and you just have to push past it because 99% of the time when I feel that way and I stream, it ends up just like working out just fine. So <laughs> exactly. Don't, don't listen to that little voice in your head. <laughs> Something to note from earlier too, with trolls, or if you're unsure if you should ban someone from your community, if someone's making you feel uncomfortable, there is a 99.9% .9 chance that they are making somebody else in your community feel uncomfortable and that, them yes. out sooner than later is um, going to help you grow. Like setting those, people want to feel safe when they come into your stream. They don't want to, you know, you know what I mean? It's like you create that community. So if you allow that person to talk shit and make everyone uncomfortable, that's the atmosphere you're creating. Yeah, and that's uh, that's such a. I'm so glad you said that, Steph, because like we've had that happen multiple times in in all of our communities, where like all of a sudden somebody's like, "Hey, this person is making me feel kind of weird," and like everybody else is like, "Oh yeah, me too. Oh yeah, also me." So it's like the second that you get that feeling, if there's someone in your community that just like is making anyone uncomfortable, boot them, boot them Trust for your, your own sanity. Trust your gut. If, if if you banned them wrongfully, they will put in an unbanned request. They will explain themselves and you can handle it from there. But yeah. exactly. communication's key. Also, just because someone's been in your community for a long time doesn't give them the right to... Dude, some people that get way too fucking comfortable. Like, uh -huh. oh, I've been yes. here for a year. I can do what I want. But no. No, you yeah. cannot. 
I, hold I, everyone to the same standards. I follow a streamer. Her name is Sup Geo. She is fantastic. I will definitely drop her in our Discord later. Um, she has a clip going around, and it's it's a little aggro. I'm not gonna lie, but she's like, "This is my safe space, not your safe space." Do not come and trauma dump in my chat. I am not a therapist. I am not here to coach you through that. If you need help, you need to go and find that independently. Like, this is my safe space. And I love that. I love that for yeah. her. She set that whatever, boundary. And she whatever said, your yeah. boundaries are. Because I, like, some of us, like, I, I, in my chat, you kind of can trauma dump. I mean, at the end of the day, like, that's kind of what I bring on, what I welcome. So it's like all about doing what is right for you and what you have the energy and strength to handle talking about in your channel. I mean, like I have a rule, like no comments on my appearance. And that is like a very strong boundary that I have. And if somebody comes in and they say, hey, beautiful, my mods know to be like, later, bye. Um, I actually have the word beautiful banned in my chat. You can't even write it. So <laughs> just whatever is like you feel most comfy with making sure that you uphold those boundaries. But I will say, sometimes it takes you maybe three months of streaming to figure out even what that is. Sometimes you have to experience the thing happening for you to be like, whoa, I do not like that. And going forward, we have a new rule now. <laughs> it's okay to change your mind. It's completely yeah. okay to change your mind. That's how you grow and develop as a streamer. Yeah. On the internet. It's on that same thread, I definitely have the anxiety around like stalkers. And I Twitch definitely leaves a lot to be desired as far as protection, especially as a woman. I really don't like that when you ban someone from your chat that they can still like watch you. I, they can still watch yeah. you. Can they see chat? I don't think they can yeah. see it. They can see it. They just it. can't engage. I think they engage. That's that's a no. That's yeah, you can. You have to block them as well. If you ban and block, like then they can't. I didn't know that. Yeah, I didn't know yeah. you had to block them as well. All right, that's good to know. Yeah. So if you report people, it does give you the option to block as well. So you can always block that way. But what I really like to do is, um, and what I would suggest for any kind of person thing who wants to join or start a stream, is to go onto Commander Root and block all known bots. Um, that's what I did. And I got um, I botted, um, and also if you just dream marker when it does happen, so you can um, know. Okay, it happened at this time, so get rid of all follows from four o'clock or something. That's mm -hmm. really smart. When it comes to putting yourself out there, <laughs> I feel like that's the hardest part of streaming, like or just content creation in general because it like takes you a while. If you're not like a super, well, even if you are like super sure of yourself, right? Like you're like, I know who I am and I like know who I am as a person. You still have to like find your footing as a content creator. Like what bits of me am I going to share online? Yeah. How am I going to present online? Like, and that is something that, that like I've been doing content creation now for like three and a half years. I'm still figuring that out. Like I still don't know every day, like, am I doing this in the right way? Like it's, it's definitely a journey. <laughs> I, uh, I try to give myself the same grace and permission and allowance that I do my favorite content creators for putting out their content. Like I feel very cringe when I'm making my content. Like you guys know that TikTok sound. Like I just feel like everything I do is like super cringe yeah. and just that's how I feel. <laughs> and I rewatch my TikToks and I'm like, oh my god, you put this on the internet. People you work with are gonna see this. And I, I you have the option on like your TikToks or your socials if you encounter someone that you work with or know in real life, you can block them from that channel. But 
Your favorite content creators probably aren't doing that. Your favorite content creators probably tell everybody and anyone that they they do this. It's be you're allowed to be cringe because when you're you know old, are you going to look back at your time and be grateful and thankful to yourself that you didn't take the opportunities to do whatever the fuck you wanted when you were alive, or are you going to be grateful and thankful that you stayed within this tiny box that you felt like society put you in? That make your content. I have a rule that, like, the more cringe it is, like, the more I should post it. Like, yes. <laughs> I, I think it's time. so it's... important to be vulnerable, though. Because, like, say, that's what people want to see. Us, the, the reason that you feel that something is cringe, I think, like, internally, if you make a video and you're like, wow, this is so cringy, I feel like it's because we are being vulnerable. And therefore, it's coming off as cringe to you. But other people don't see it as cringe. They see it as vulnerability. Like, wow, this person's putting their whole their whole everything out there. Like, <laughs> Sometimes I don't even think it's that deep. I think sometimes your video that you agonized over being cringe just gets swiped past. <laughs> <You're fine. laughs> That's true as well. At the end of the day, it's a Double tap second. and a swipe. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> That's very true. That's, uh, that's been hard for me. I have a lot of drafts, and I'm just like, you can't post this on the internet, bruh. Or you can just post for, like, friends only, right? Yeah. Then, like, that is so true. Bad. That's so bad. It's not. It's not. I love it. I, I, vote, I vote put yourself out there. The cringier, the better. Take up space and yeah. slay. Plus... <laughs> There's this really cool thing where if you want to like get closer to people, uh, vulnerability is one way to do that. But the way it works is that if you are vulnerable with somebody first, they're going to feel more comfortable being vulnerable back with you. And if you just go around and you are just vulnerable with everybody that you meet and interact with, everyone is going to be vulnerable back with you. And that's going to strengthen all of your relationships. It's a super like weird little psycho psy psychologist trick of just like, I, I do this ev with everyone. Just be vulnerable first. People will be vulnerable back. And then the bam, strong, nice, good relationship foundation. That goes back to you get what energy put out. That is so true. And I feel like that's so important for streaming um, because the community and the people in your in your chat are going to vibe off of your energy. So if you are you have no energy, then your stream is going to reflect that. Find someone that matches it. Get yourself a content buddy that you can like bounce ideas off of. I know that we do that Yay. often. Plus one thousand. We Plus it 1, in our Discord and we're like, hey guys, what do you think about this? Is, can you want to change it? Is this okay to post? Is this bad? Like, get get feedback on it. And it's, I, I mean, be honest with your friends if the content's maybe not exactly what you think that they would put out, <laughs> of course. But you have people in a support system in your life. The internet, I'm sorry, there's no excuse for not having a buddy on the internet. It's the fucking internet. <laughs> find someone there's literally like 18 billion of them <laughs> yeah that's so Wait, true Having a, you need a content creation buddy that's all i was gonna say you need a buddy like it will help you so much i was just gonna say that i love how we we all constantly go to each other for stuff like that
yeah literally like yesterday <laughs> yeah exactly yeah, literally yesterday <laughs> yes um um eight eight six days apart asked about um would you meet up with somebody in online that you met online and I think all of us would vote yes to that. I know that all of Caveat. us have met internet friends. Caveat but that with being safe. Someone needs to know where say, you are. You need to share your location, like all the safety things. Like Here's another thing. We have all video chatted multiple and many, many times. I would absolutely never go meet somebody that I had not seen live on camera many, many times. Like if yeah. your gut, if your gut feels off about it trust your intuition trust your intuition because um yes like make sure you have video chatted that is so 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 important do not just go meet somebody that you have only like exchanged text chats with like (laughs) that's uh -uh, red flag tacking on to that so internet everyone has a phone that has video that can do a video chat there are no excuses none zero nobody's phone camera just breaks and their phone still works like that doesn't happen if somebody's like my camera's broken like no i love that you said that because like the show catfish i'm like this is not how is the show still going in 20 i don't know you have a phone with a camera are you (laughs) yes be careful be careful definitely so it's it's definitely there's there's a laundry list of things go with the buddy meet in a public place video chat beforehand i get their fucking id if you like obviously if they have nothing <laughs> to hide they have no problem sending it make sure someone knows where you are just like please for the love of god be safe about it just be safe yeah get their tag numbers take pictures take selfies note where you are like safe yeah yeah be definitely be safe i was nervous Um, when i met braylon i didn't think she was going to be a serial killer or anything but i definitely let my husband know like hey there's this person from the internet that i met on twitch that i want to meet in real life and we want to go hang out and he's like maybe have her come here first (laughs) maybe don't go meet her out because what can he do what can he do if i disappear i met met ali i was waiting for her and she find the car park and I was like it's a trap it's a trap she's gonna murder me (laughs) get me away from the public area but like that was just my anxiety talking (laughs) I was was so nervous meeting both Braylon and Steph like I I flew I forget how many hours but either way I flew all the way to their state yeah it was like five hours my boyfriend did come with me so I mean there was that bit of safety in a yeah. way but yeah. it was still nerve-wracking for sure also it was worth I, it i would um. say like if you're a if you're a woman or a femme identifying person like make the person come to you don't go to them like especially like you said if you're flying across the country across the world uh sorry i'm not leaving my house you can come to me that way if stuff does go south you're at home and you can just be like bye I'm going home now. Like you wouldn't want to be all the way across the world in another country and have things go sour because then if they, you're screwed. Damn. I think you if you do? do that, you need to have a backup. Or Just bring in case someone else does with go you. sour. Yeah. Bring someone with you that like a parent or like a really good friend, a sibling, somebody that could have your back. Let's see, Ali says five hours and was able to leave whenever something was to happen. But what we did is we did like, we met halfway 
and I I knew um, where we were, like like the back of my hand, and I had family there, so she could drive away at any point, but I could text my granddad or my grand grandma to come pick me up at any point, and and we'd be safe. Yeah, I think having backup measures like that is super smart. But I do think that meeting internet friends, well, like just making internet friends, can be so nice because like if you're in one area, you're constrained to like what kind of people are in that area. And it might not be the kind of people that you like really jive with. Like we don't really get to choose where we live. I mean, like at some point you do, but it's limited to an extent, right? Like not everyone can just move to another country or another state or whatever. Um, but online friends, you can like find people that like have all your same interests and like have the same values and boundaries and like function the same way. And I think it's like such an important thing like my friends that i have on the internet all of you guys are so much better friends than the friends that i have in like you know i know steph is in real life so when i say irl i don't I count mean, you steph i mean am but I yeah life right? yeah is it real life is it is it <laughs> wait it is real life yes like are you steph, sure i'm glad you said that because like i i have the same view on like dating and it's it's all about compromise and almost like settling to a point, even with friendships. So you're finding people in your area that you just find commonality with, and then you you compromise and you settle because that's what's in your, your immediate vicinity. I much prefer the internet because you can kind of fine tune it and you can find people that do directly jive with you. And I'm, I'm gonna be honest, like, I have friends that kind of pressure and they're like, I really want to see you in person. I want to like hang out with you. This right here, video chat is the exact same thing for me. It does the exact same, same. thing for my brain. Mm -hmm. I don't need to see you in person to have a really great relationship with you. We can see each other face to face. We are talking out of our mouths. You can hear the sounds. Like, there's no difference. <laughs> Only here I can sit in my house with a blanket and a cat in my lap and be completely comfortable. Whereas like, what, you want to go to a bar and you want to get shit faced? Not my vibe. <laughs> even even like getting baked outside of my house. I don't want to do it. <laughs> if someone is pressuring you or like saying, look, we need to meet up, we need to meet up. Flag, I probably would not meet up with that person if they were like pressuring me. Well, that might be like yeah. their love language. You know, they that's the quality time in person is how they garnered the best like value out of that relationship, I mean. So like, I'm talking about like in real life people that I knew when I lived back in like the Midwest, like I'll hang out. I'm like, can we just like session chat on like Instagram or something? I don't wanna, I don't wanna do that. <laughs> Feel bad. I am I really wanna... trying to get my friends to like video chat because I would really love to just sit in my pajamas, a blanket with my cat, eat whatever food is in my house. I have to go out and spend loads of like money needlessly. And they just, <laughs> just never happens. Anytime they're like, yeah, and never happens. But like, if we could get in real life people to like more online things, game changer. 100 game changer. I'm finding yeah. us a puzzle. You guys think I'm kidding. I'm doing it. I don't care if I have I'm to send down. you each the same puzzle to do it individually, but we're doing it. <laughs> the online puzzle. I'm still down to do that one day. Like, I learned they have it on tabletop games too. So we could do like a tabletop game puzzle thing. And I'm just nice. Like, That'd be so fun. <laughs> um, so I think that we all here have some type of um, neurodivergency slash ADHD, which means that we all have a difficult time getting started on tasks. And somebody asked us, how the hell do you start a task? <laughs> They're motivated once they get to do things, but getting started takes them an hour. They've tried it all, making lists. 
um, still can't get started. Find everything else in the world to do first. Look up. So um, yes, time flies. You should have started an hour ago. Yes. How do you get started on things? Um, which Please, is especially difficult for people with ADHD. Definitely checking a timer and like being like, okay, I will just do some work for four minutes, ten minutes, then and then actually like trying to get something done in that time. I don't do it as often as I should, but it actually really works uh, quite well. How do you like do that though, right? So like, okay, I'm gonna do this for four minutes. Now what? Now, now what? What do I start? How do I start? I don't ever actually um, start. So I break my, I do something a little different and I break it up into the smallest possible task or whatever is easiest. So if I have like a bunch of stuff to do, I will pick either the shortest thing that I know is going to take me the least amount of time or the easiest thing that is going to be the least amount of effort. And I do one of those first because then like the problem is getting started, right? Once you're started, you kind of have this flow and this rhythm and you can like do more. But yeah, finding, I start with the easiest thing. I'm like, give me something that I know that I can do super fast. So my brain's not all like, man, I don't want to do that. It kind of like takes away that barrier. Um, and then once you get started, it's easier to continue working. But yeah. That's a really I do the exact same thing. I start with what I break down the task first. And then I look at what's easiest or what will take the least amount of time. And depending on my mood that day, I'll change up which one I choose first. But that's what I do as well. Yeah, because I know once I get started, I'm okay. And like, I can continue to work. It's just getting over that hump of getting started. It's the worst. I have about like five different um, to-do lists. I have like two on my phone, one paper copy, one on my whiteboard and one in my Discord to-do list thing. And if I'm like, I need to do loads of stuff and I don't know what to start with first, I'll just pick one to-do list pick something from that to-do list to do um i find that's helpful as well yeah start with something small super small i've been in the habit lately of um i block 30 minutes now before i end my work day and i plan my next day so that way when i come in in the morning i know exactly what i'm working on and like reality it doesn't even take me the full 30 minutes unless i need to like go in and reconcile my email for more tasks to do um i have been I have come leaps and bounds in starting this new job with the organization. Like, guys, I will show you my BitNote setup. It is, it is beautiful. It is beautiful. You also use, um, I think both Dana and Steph use a method that is really helpful. Do you want to talk about your Pomodoro method? Oh, yeah. Oh, yes. I love Pomos. <laughs> <laughs> So being ADHD, I cannot focus for long periods of time on the same task. So I have, I have adopted using the Pomodoro method, which is basically working hyper-focused in 20 minute increments with five minute breaks in between. And it, it, is, it is fantastic. So if any one project is gonna take you more than five Pomodoros, which is five 20 minute increments, break that bitch down into smaller tasks and then just tackle those smaller tasks in Pomodoros. I feel so good checking off those tasks using my Pomodoro method. It's it, it keeps me hyper-focused for as long as I don't have like calls during the day. Dana, do you use it the same way? 20-minute increments with five-minute breaks in between? Don't. I mean, I have the five-minute breaks in between, um, but I, I've changed it to 40 minutes because I found that as soon as it got to the end of 25 minutes, that's when I was finally starting to get into a good chunk of getting work done. 
Um, so then I changed it to 40 minutes because I find I just get more done that way, um, personally for me. But I do feel like if you use the Pomodoro method, you have to adapt it to yourself. Like, I do 40 minutes, Steph does 20, 20 minutes. Like, if that doesn't work for you, just pick a time that does work for you. 10 minutes, yeah. 30 minutes, like whatever it is, like just adapt it to yourself. And I mean, it doesn't even have to be a five minute break. It could be a 15 minute break after 40 minutes or seven minutes you know it doesn't have to be in five minute increments it can be whatever works for you honestly um so i find body doubling as well as like best thing to get work done like if i have to tidy my room and i look at it and i look at my whole room and i think oh my god where do i even start with here as soon as i have my mum in my room with me i'll start like asking questions but not really asking questions because I'm answering them at the same time when I'm talking to her and I start being like right I need to organize this I need to get that done and I become like super organized and it's great it's just because she sat there not helping or anything she just sat there on her phone or whatever and it just it helps me it helps me a lot too <laughs> what even when I was a kid if I had to do any type of chore or like do something in my room um, I would always like make my mom come and sit in my room with me because then I would be able to do the things so much better. <laughs> I used to do uh, co-working streams on Mondays for that reason. I know Dana does co-working streams for that. So if you need to get some shit done, like throw on a co-working stream and go get it done. It's We also have, I dropped it in uh, chat, but if you want a body double, come join our Discord. Like throw it out there into the abyss. Hey guys, I need to clean out my closet and I could really use a body doubling. Someone will probably be available to come and sit and chat with you and get it done. I uh, so follow else. us on Twitch. Join yes. one of our co-working streams, one of yeah. Steph's or my co-working streams. We'll we'll help you get there. We'll something keep you accountable in your tasks. That very much helps me with the Pomodoro method. So being ADD, I kind of forget what I'm working on sometimes. I have a sticky note that I stick to the top corner of my computer with the tasks that I am currently working on. And if I find myself getting off track, I just look at that sticky note. I'm like. Oh my gosh, it. that's so smart because sometimes so smart. <laughs> sometimes I'll be at work and all of a sudden I'm like, oh my god, like 20 minutes ago I was working on a different task and I like go back to the internet browser that that was on and I'm like, how did I get from there like all the way over to here now? Like <laughs> I didn't never think of like, this is the task. Put it right that's here. Oh yes. What was I doing? I was doing that. That sticky Literally note what is kind of like, whiteboard. oh, I love it's that. It's like everything. Everything I need to do. That was like my condescending <laughs> way of punishing myself. And it worked <laughs> so well that I just keep doing it. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> I love that. It helps like, your brain to like write the task down and then you stick it up. And it's like this brightly colored thing that's just sitting in like hmm. the corner of your eye. Then you have to that's remember to update it. But that's like a whole separate issue. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's kind of like what I do to make sure. Notes. <laughs> <laughs> That's like what I do to make sure I know if I lock the door or not. I have to just like say it out loud four times to like really put it into my brain. Like I'm locking the door, I'm locking the door, I'm locking the door. Then when I like think back to I lock the door, I'm like, oh yeah, I did. <laughs> Got to keep it front and center. I've been doing that. I so I forget to lock my front door. I forget to close my garage. I forget to turn off my oven. I have been doing that. I turned off the oven. I turned off the oven. I turned off the oven. I closed the garage. I closed the garage. I closed the garage. <laughs> it works. I haven't left it open. I know my husband's lurking in here. Have I? 
It really <laughs> does work. It's crazy. My psychiatrist once told me, it's not that you're forgetful. It's that you're not paying attention in the moment to begin with. So if you force yourself to pay attention in the moment, you'll remember it. It's just choosing to focus your attention somewhere. Absolutely. So that's actually a really good segue. We had another question that came in. Um, all or nothing, thinking and thinking traps. Your brain is a powerful tool. So this person said they often find themselves falling into this thinking trap and stopping themselves from doing, I'm not going to get an A, so I might as well not do this assignment. Even though in reality, a C is much better than an F. They'd love any practical and real tips if we have them other than basic CBT techniques that work on paper, but not so well in practice. Um, that takes, for me, that takes practice. So my, my doom thoughts and my spiraling happens right before bed. And I found that the only way to kind of like calm myself down and get out of that vicious cycle of that doom thought cycle is to think through what is the worst possible case scenario for what could happen in this situation. And then it's like, okay, and then if that worst possible case scenario happens, then what? Usually the answer is like, then everybody moves on with their life and it's not a big deal. And then I kind of rationalize it. I'm like, is that really going to happen, that stuff? Is that going to happen? Is, are you going to get fired tomorrow because you forgot to like send this email like on 80 minutes? No, you're done. So you're not going to get fired. So just wake up early in the morning. And then I set my alarm and I'm like, okay, you have a plan. I feel a lot better about it. It's think through it. Think through like the possible scenarios. Ask yourself why you feel this way. Sometimes that's a little bit hard to break out of it, but get yourself in a new situation. Maybe grab a cup of tea then. Get out of bed. I think, <laughs> I think too, like asking yourself like why you're having those thoughts and like if they are realistic, like you said, like am I just telling myself a story right now? Like check the more that you like check in with your thoughts and say like, is this really something I need to be worried about? Or like, wow, I'm thinking about this quite a lot. Like, is this something that's benefiting me right now? Is this like Dana, it's like the think, can you tell talk about the think? I feel like that's super applicable for this moment. Uh, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I was distracted. It has a really good resource that I'm going to have her read because I feel like it's super helpful for when it comes to managing your thoughts and your thought processes. So if you're in um, any of our discords, uh, mine, Braylon's, I think also the We're All Just Faking It podcast, I have uploaded this coronavirus anxiety workbook um, in there. And it's not just for um, coronavirus. It, it's helpful for all kind of... Um, kinds of anxiety or just in general if you just want to get your um thoughts out of your head um i have two techniques but i will talk about the think technique um so it's, i use it for when i'm journaling because i find like i'll journal basically when i'm annoyed about something or something has triggered me or i'm just like really frustrated about something and i find that once i've journaled about it then i use the think technique to kind of through my own um words and like what's going on in my head so um so the t in think is true is this thought 100 percent true if not what are the facts and what is opinion this thing that's really frustrating you are you really really frustrated because that person actually really hates you or are you just annoyed because they've done one thing and 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 that's annoying and you need to kind of separate your thoughts from you like that person or not um, helpful, that's the H and think, is paying attention to the thought, useful to me or others. Is it useful that you're really frustrated that, at that person? Is it going to help you carry on with your day or is it just going to make you worse? 
Um, the I in think is inspiring. Does the thought inspire me or does it have the opposite effect? Okay, so the opposite effect. Um, necessary. Is it sorry, the N in think is necessary? Uh, is it important for me to focus on the thought or is it is it necessary to act on it? And in this case, it's not important for me to focus on that thought and it's definitely not necessary to act on it. And then the K in think is, is the thought kind? If not, what would be a kinder thought? Okay, so this person's really frustrated me going on in their life that actually maybe they just had had a pretty shitty day and they you know they're thinking about themselves i think that everything is about me because all of our brains are programmed to think that we are the center of the world um <laughs> probably a kind of thought would be like oh that's really annoying okay i've had my vent i've had my rant i feel a bit better now let's carry on with the day and let's move on and that is the think technique I love that so much because that's I'm like examining your own thoughts. I think it's a massive part of like self-growth as a person. You have to be able to like step back and like objectively examine yourself and your thoughts and your actions and like asking yourself like, is this thought helpful to me? Is this thought kind? Like those are such impactful things when you actually sit down to do the work within yourself. And I, I just love it. I love it. That Can necessary we to one here. A, B, C, D, E technique as well. Like yes, to please. give yourself some options. <laughs> okay, so with the A, B, C, D, E technique, um, the A stands for attention. So when you feel distressed, what you're doing and pay attention to your inner dialogue, what is your mind telling you? So in the case of being annoyed, your brain, your mind is like telling you that you're annoyed about something, um, you're frustrated and, you know, just you're a bit stressed you know you're overwhelmed whatever your brain needs to tell you at the time the b is believe like do not automatically believe your thoughts so um not so much now but when i was first doing this my thoughts automatically anytime anything bad happened to god this one bad thing happened my whole day is gonna be bad everyone hates me it's just gonna be a horrible day i hate my life blah blah it's not in automatically thoughts um, and then C is challenge, diffuse anxiety by broadening your focus. What's the bigger picture? Is a thought fact or opinion? What might you think if you were feeling karma? So a lot of the time, um, my thoughts are opinion, not fact. Yeah. <laughs> and when I feel a lot karma, I don't think the same things. I think, right, okay, that was a bit much. <laughs> you know. Okay, we've, we've moved on from that emotion now. Okay, what we thought was just a bit much. We need to just kind of... Look at the facts. Am I the drama? <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yes, you are. Me? Um, so yeah, so that's a um, challenge. So the D is discount. So acknowledge that anxiety has been um, dominating your thinking and let the unhelpful thoughts go. So it's okay to feel those things in the moment and you're allowed to feel those things. Then you need to kind of... Don't dwell on them. Like don't get hung up on them. This is amazing. I can't, I cannot wait to use these resources the next day I'm having a really bad anxiety day. Cause I hit that it's one hard. day with my cycle. Let me tell you. It's just like, everything. it's not easy when you're in the moment because you're oh, just like, I'm so mad and I want to be mad and I don't yep. want to do the resources. And you're it's like, so screw the resources. Cause you're like, how did last week I felt like I was on top of the world. And then this week I'm just like, you're a piece of shit. And it's, you know, <laughs> you know that you're gonna have like those those bads and, and, yeah. and flows right but it's so would you suggest like going through these these 
resources and like going through this process with like a meditation kind of thing? Would you recommend sitting in a quiet spot with music, with a friend? Like, I, I mean, I don't, I don't meditate. I'm not there yet. I can't sit with my thoughts that, that, that no, I definitely take <laughs> 10 damage if I don't have something going on. Like, well, that's why you listen to the guided because then you just listen to their words the whole time and it's not just you and your thoughts. Also, I think that I'm you should listen really to them. say the E part of the technique. Oh, sorry. 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 <laughs> Go ahead. And then please. Go ahead, Dana, and then please. I'm going to lose my thought. That's the problem. <laughs> write it down. Write it down. Write it down. Write it down. <laughs> I don't have any word. You have a Discord. Okay, so e. e is explore options. What would be helpful to focus on right now and what options do I have available? So a lot of the time we think immediately um, to negative things. Um, but like what is actually helpful to focus on like what you're doing positive things just the actual facts is what's really helpful to focus on as well um, and what options do I have available you normally have a lot more options available to you than you think you have in the moment okay I'm done Blaze go <laughs> oh, no, no, no. that's what I was saying I was like I'm gonna lose this thought immediately <laughs> right when you say uh, I'm gonna it's gone yeah <laughs> So I was like, I can't. Hopefully it comes back to you. It um, Epic asked, which is kind of along the same line as like what we're talking about, is like, how do you overcome bad thoughts, intrusive thoughts? There is no way, at least in my experience, to stop yourself from having intrusive thoughts. We are not in control of 90% of our thoughts. They're subconscious. We have no control over what happens when they come. Um, you only have control of what you do after that. So I get a lot of intrusive thoughts when I'm driving, like a ton of them. And what I have to do for myself is when I get the intrusive thought, this is literally what I say to myself in my head. I know you're worried about that, but the likelihood of that happening is extremely unlikely. And thinking things like that is not serving us right now. It's not helpful. Like, I know that you're concerned, but we're not going to I'm we're not going to have thoughts like that because it's not helping anyone. It's making us feel worse. I love <laughs> so I literally just like talk to myself like look i know you're that's an intrusive thought i know we're worried but we're not going to think about it right now you're and so when they come up just let them pass just it, it, meditation helps so so much with this it is crazy because you can just go boop turn them off and just turn them off meditation is the practice of quieting your mind on command and the more that you do it and it becomes a daily practice the more that you can anytime that you need to just go Boop, head empty, no thoughts. Like I it's it's that. it's working out for your brain. You're literally practicing being able to just go blank, like mind blank. So then sometimes in the car I meditate because I don't want to have intrusive thoughts. I guess that's that's how I stop them. But I'm also when they come up, I'm like really nice about it. You're, you're I know what I was nice gonna say that. now. <laughs> you know what you're gonna say, go. What I was going to say is that so we talked about doing things like before the bad happens, before, what I was going to say is that you should go through these affirmations and go through these meditations while you're good. So that when you aren't good, yes. you're already in the practice of doing. Yes, preventative self-care. Yes, I couldn't think of that word. But yes, that's exactly what I was trying to say. I'm yeah. changing the stream title, preventative self-care. <laughs> Let's go. <laughs> 
Yeah. I, I love how kind you are to yourself, Raylan. Like, when I have my intrusive thoughts, I've definitely come a long way with how I talk to myself. Like, it's definitely it's no longer. It's practice. It, it's a lot of practice. But I, I tend to correct myself in the moment. And sometimes I'm not so nice about it because sometimes that intrusive thought is dumb as shit. And it's just like, why would you even think that? Are you are you kidding me? This is what you're thinking about right now? Let's change that. No, come on. Let's be realistic about life. Like, I'm, I'm a little bit more on it with myself. <laughs> um, same thing kind of applies when I'm having panic attacks. It's they, I don't have them as often anymore, but they do come and they, they're a lot more mellow now than they used to be. I no longer just completely pass out when I have a panic attack. That was amazing. Now I kind of like cry, which is embarrassing, but a lot better than like completely losing consciousness. Um, and it's really just kind of talking yourself down from it. And it's, 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 you need to be firm and honest with yourself on why you're having that panic attack. And it's the same thing with the intrusive thought. Just change it. Think about For something me, different. my panic attacks are always like, or when I start to get like panicky, I've had very few like actual panic attacks, but I've, I've had times where my anxiety is like, whoa, whoa, whoa. It's like way up here. Um, I notice that if like what will happen with me is like something feels weird in my body and then like my brain will like latch onto that and then I think I'm dying. So what I will do if I notice that I start to get really tense or like I, I can, I'm really in tune with my body, which has taken a long time to get to like listening to my own cues. But the second that I start to feel myself get panicky, I stop whatever I'm doing and I take deep breaths. Like I, I just take a crap ton of deep breaths. I might do it for two minutes. I just sit there and literally think about as little as I can and take deep breaths. And like, I can usually back myself down off that ledge, but mine's always triggered by something triggered by, you know, I get a weird feeling in my arm and then I'm like, oh, I can't feel my arm. Like my arm is numb. And then I'm like, well, nope. Okay. Take deep breaths. Like, Hey, you're good. You're fine. This is a, this is okay. So deep breathing helps. More yeah, than I'd like the, to admit, deep breathing helps. It's, it's... Um, especially for panic attacks because it your body cannot go into fight or flight if you are breathing deeply. Your body goes into fight or flight when you're like, <sighs> like that is the breath. So if you stop yourself and, and focus on deep, long breaths instead, I find it's super helpful, like on a physiology level. Also, um, apparently if you um, have a sour sweet, um, when you're having a panic attack, it can help. Um, you're like putting out your face in a bowl of ice, biting a lemon. There's things that you can do to like shock your nervous system back. One what thing a... that I found really interesting um, when I was talking to my um, therapist about um, some of the things I was feeling, she kept asking me where I was feeling these things. Mm -hmm. like, where in your body are you feeling these things? Like, and for me, it normally it's in my chest. And then she was like asking me, okay, where are you feeling this? How strong is it? And then it kind of helped to kind of locate right where is my like to where is the like problem. That's a really important. I um saw a TikTok on that. It's like, okay, you're feeling anxious. Where are you feeling anxious? What does your anxiety feel like? For me, I shake my handshake. That's a dead giveaway. And then if it gets bad enough, my entire body starts shaking. And then it's like very noticeable. <laughs> it's, it's embarrassing. I'm sitting in a meeting and I'm having a panic attack. And just, it's, it's the worst. 
Epic just said the same thing about the like shaking a lot, tremble and cramp. Do you, so do you notice, I, I recommended maybe trying to think of like the early signs. Is that something that happens to you stuff? It's your hands. It goes, go first I and then your body saying, goes. Yeah. Yep. So it's the deep breathing. I, honestly, like I'm past the point in my life where I give a shit what people think about me when I'm trying to self-soothe myself out of a panic attack. Cause I know yeah. if it escalates. Self-soothe anytime. Do what and you got to do. Okay, what are they what are they gonna do? What are they gonna judge you for? Like you have yeah. anxiety. It's I'm very forthcoming with my anxiety disorder. It it's it's part of who I am and I'm working on it. It's not perfect, but that's a layer of me that you have to deal with when you know me in person. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I would say if you know what your signs are, like for me, um, like I said, it might be like my arm going numb or something like that. Weird. Um, catching on to those early physiology physiological signs so that you can then take a moment and try a bunch of different coping mechanisms if deep breathing doesn't help you maybe try putting your face in an ice bowl maybe try doing a guided meditation specifically for panic attacks if you go on youtube and type in guided medication meditation for panic attacks there are hundreds that you can listen to that are specifically for you to listen to while you're having a panic attack like try 50 different things everyone is so different Everyone's anxiety is so different. What works for you is not going to work for someone else and vice versa. And at the end of the day, living a happy life, if you have mental health issues like all of us do, it takes work. If you want to be healthy, if you want to feel good, if you want to have a normal, good life, you have to do the work to get there. That is you just yeah. have to work have there to are there is no easy way there is no easy fix you have to trial and error you have to do research find what works for you try those things if it doesn't work try something else continue on this is a lifelong journey <laughs> i have a work stress ball i have a stress ball that stays at work in my desk and that is where it lives and it, that's i bring it to me with in meetings i have a fidget in meetings so that i can yes. fidget and like i present in meetings and it's anxiety inducing Epic. Yeah. Something else that that helped me, and I, I really hate admitting it because I feel super dumb that it took me so long to figure out. Water. Drink water. If you're <laughs> properly hydrated, your panic attacks will probably be far less. Taking yeah. care of your body and getting your mind right is you have to set yourself up for success. So go through your shades, like Sheep Snap says. Like, do you have a good sleeping schedule? Maybe start working on that. Are you being are you staying hydrated? Are you getting sunshine? How is your diet? Are you eating a bunch of shitty foods? Maybe eat less processed foods and have a banana every once in a while. And it's it all all of that good stuff. You gotta set yourself up for success. Yeah. Exercise. Exercise like I have been just going for that stupid mental health walk every day after work as much as I can. I haven't been like on and on it, but I need to be on and on it. I I fall asleep like no problem. I don't have to get baked as a cake to fall asleep. Just that exercise. So build up to it. It's not going to happen overnight. Take it in baby steps, but stay hydrated. That's like the easiest, most amazing thing that you could possibly do for your body and your brain will thank you for it. Um, that being said, ladies, we are at our hour mark. Do we want to take our break? Yeah, we're going to take a quick yeah. five, I just minute break. to really quickly go back to what we were talking about before about the like voices in our heads um that like um i always try and like correct that voice in my head like if we're saying like you're a piece of shit like 
um no we're not we just did like one thing wrong like we're okay we're learning like mistakes are okay to be made yeah. um, and if you, if you feel like you can't do that with your own voice yet someone else's i know braylon said that um i suggest using her voice because i can never imagine her saying anything horrible to me <laughs> and it works using someone else's but also that negative voice in your head isn't your own voice anyway it's come from people who have said she things to you in the past anyway and also I think that like a lot of us who have our shit together um we don't we don't ever have negative thoughts that's ridiculous we we get negative thoughts even people who like have have like really really well with retraining their inner voice will still get negative thoughts sometimes and that doesn't mean that you've failed everything and you can't ever do it again it just means you need to correct that voice and you're still doing really well and like it's okay humans are like a lifelong work in progress we really are i mean that that is literally the name you of never podcast, guys. finish <laughs> yeah that's true we're all just making <laughs> it. we are all just making it for as put together as any <laughs> of us seem no, no, nope. nope. <laughs> our best. is not together. It is we, not we wake together. up every day and we do our best. I need to and take that all, all that anyone can do. I need to gather it up. I need to put it in a backpack or a box or something. I don't know what I need to do, but I need to get my shit together. <laughs> my shit will never be fully got together. I just have accepted hey. this. It, yep. I'll always have something that I need to be working on. I will never be a complete project. You have to strive for progress over yeah. perfection. Oh, yes. yes. Even baby steps. Small changes are still changes in the right direction. Exactly. Don't try and do it all in one go. Like, baby yeah. steps. Yeah, yeah start somewhere. Yes. I think that's the perfect time to uh, go on a break, really. Yes, yes. Yep. thank you. We will be here in chat, probably. I know Dana's going to make some dinner. And what did we say? Like a 10-minute break for us? To get yes. up, yeah. get some snacks, everything, and thank you everyone for being here. We appreciate you all so much. BRB. Thank you.
guys. Welcome back, everyone. Hello, hello. What's going on? Um, okay, so we are going to talk about friendships and relationships and toxic friendships and fake friends and all of that, um, which I think we've all probably dealt with at some point in our lives. I think it's kind of an inevitable human experience. Um, but one thing that I feel like is really helpful when it comes to um, like toxic relationships is looking up like what a toxic relationship is look up the signs of abuse make yourself known with what those are because um if you don't you might get trapped in that without even realizing what's happening also ask your friends and like family members like, what their um like examples of um healthy relationships are as well so that you know what to look out for in a healthy relationship because when i found out that i um last relationship was toxic i asked my friends like what about your relationships are healthy like like tell me about that i think that's a really good advice too if you don't have good relationships modeled for you in your life um you could also use the internet as a resource for that research like what does a healthy relationship look like what are healthy relationship habits and behaviors um if you don't have anybody in your life that has that sort of modeled for you I think if you're questioning a relationship at all, you should probably look further into it. Yeah. you Again, it goes to like trusting your gut and trusting your instincts. And if you're having those kinds of feelings um, about a relationship, like internally, like, mm, I don't know if this is great. Ooh, there's probably a reason for that. Get a second opinion. And it, it's, it's like being mindful of the information that you do share with those second, thirds, and fourth opinions. Like, if you are going to a friend and all you're doing is bitching about your significant other, that the that's friend should kind be of a you sign, though. Right? That's that friend should a be little, yeah. Like, listen, yeah. all you ever really do is tell me the negative. And Brayden said about her sister saying that if you only say, sorry, I only talk about the bad stuff, that that's a sign that there probably isn't much good stuff to talk about and that you're mm -hmm. in a toxic relationship. That just like blew my mind because for sure that was me, like for sure. Because you'll naturally say good things about someone. Yes. So. Oh my gosh, yes. I, I think that's a big one. Saying too many nice things. Like, all I right? do is talk about my husband. I work in that's a great. conversation. <laughs> my husband does that. My husband likes that. Oh, Verna will like that. <laughs> <laughs> it's kind of cringe, to be honest with you, but I am honestly. I'm it's vulnerable. Obsessed. <laughs> I'm vulnerable. Cute, yes. right? Absolutely. I, I feel like communication is what takes good relationships to great relationships on both ends of the spectrum, whether it's platonic or romantic. If you're not comfortable communicating with that person, that's a red flag. And never count out couples counseling, even if you're not having problems. Sometimes you can go to couples counseling just to learn how to communicate with each even other. Even if you're not married, even it is okay to go to couples so counseling. True. If you want to work out that relationship with that person, utilize and leverage the resources you have to make that relationships are communication and compromise. It's like yeah. the two main things, in my opinion. Yep. 100%. <clears throat> um, Epic said, what do I do if I see someone I don't want to see, someone who triggers me? Um, I think Walk. the biggest thing to do... Yep. <laughs> well, Walk. sometimes it's out of your control. You may I mean, be forced to be in a life. situation with somebody who wronged you in the past. But I think the biggest thing that you you have to do is 
<clears throat> work on letting that go inside of you. Um, obviously, that is super difficult if somebody like assaulted you in a way, um, but that's going to take some internal work on your part to not let them have that power over you. Um, because that's essentially what's happening there is you're letting that person control your feelings and emotions. So working on uh, not allowing that to happen and like letting it become less of a trigger for you, which is all inside work you got to do. I'm currently it's working on that as well. Yeah, I know that I've about it. Um, that unfortunately where I work, um, my ex and his father work there. Luckily I don't have to see my ex anymore, but I still have to see his dad come down and it, it triggers me every single time I find myself like scared and then I find myself angry about the whole situation and that like, why should I be scared? He should like, feel awful for what he did and he just walks around as if there's no care in the world. Mm -hmm. um, I know that you said um, I need to work on kind of like giving him not for him but for me like to let go of that anger and the um feelings that that come up every time i see him and um i think that's really important to try and do it's, it's not easy it's gonna take mm -hmm. a long time to do but definitely the kindest thing you can do to yourself and the best thing you can do for your own self-care is to probably work on um, forgiving them, to let go of the resentment, the revenge, the anger, the frustration, everything. This um, is something that I try. This is something that I try to keep in mind that forgiving someone doesn't mean that they weren't wrong. Totally. It just means that you're letting go of the effects it has on your. Yeah, the anger. And the you don't even have to tell them. Yeah, oh, no. no, it's all in an internal yeah. process. You don't have to give them. What about you? Is it is it possible, Dana, to take that that bitterment and that resentment and that anger and to channel it more into empowerment that it no longer affects you? Like you no longer allow them to make you feel any sort of way. They they mean they literally have no impact on you. Like I I kind of try to channel that into like empowerment for me. Like I feel safer when I know that no matter what this other person does to try to get underneath my skin, no matter how much they reach out to me, no matter how much they try to contact, make new accounts, stalk, try to make me feel uncomfortable, I don't let it affect me. You are nothing in my life. You are literally a passerby on the street that I do not give a shit about your opinion. I don't let it impact me. And I, I find empowerment in that. I remind myself is that if he ever, ever tries to do anything to me, I could just go to HR and probably get him fired. I have a lot of information about him know a lot of stuff that shit went down um and that he shouldn't really fuck with me <laughs> not don't mess idea. with an angry woman i'm not the one yep i love that for you <laughs> <laughs> fuck around with yeah also i think too when it comes to like friendships with people um people often feel like they have to hold on to friendships just because they've been friends with somebody for a long time it's kind of the same as in the beginning when we talked about like just ban people from your twitch just ban people from your life yeah. if you have a friend that is not serving you and the relationship is not what it used to be that is fine we are not meant to go into friendships looking for forever friends like that is not the purpose of friendships our lives are so seasonal 
incredibly seasonal and you might be different people 50 times throughout your life. Yes. You're not going to keep the same friends because you're not always going to be in the same situations for which you need those friends. It's okay to grow out of your friends. That doesn't mean you never have to talk to them ever again. It just means currently at this point in your life, they no longer serve the same purpose. It, you're, it's okay to grow as a person. I love that. I, yeah. I, I have a lot of uh, friends. Um, it's a lot of effort and being as ADHD as I am, I do unfortunately have that object permanence uh, thing <laughs> with people as well. So I do try to go through the additional effort of reaching out to people when I think about them. Most of the time it's when I'm driving, which is not convenient. <laughs> so I set a reminder on my phone. I say, hey, Google, remind me when I get to whatever destination or at this time to reach up my, hey, Google. Just I was going to say, you're going to make people's phones <laughs> go off. Um, it, 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 it did. And it, I'll set a reminder and then I'll text him like, hey, just thinking about you, wanted to say hello. That's it. I'm not expecting a response. I just wanted to let you know that you crossed my mind and I'm thinking of you and reminding myself that this this device works fucking both ways if that person's not reaching out to you and you were the only one initiating contact let that shit go for a little bit your friendship should be organic if it's more work than what you're getting out of the relationship cut it off invest your time somewhere else i used to find it so easy to cut people off like when i left school i just cut out all the toxic people that i was having to deal with and i went to college and i thought right i'll find new friends and it'll be a lot easier and stuff and it did work a lot better but now i find it so hard to like completely cut people off so now i've just been trying to like match energy if you're not gonna any energy into our friendship and our relationship then i'm not gonna put any energy in either does that mean that I barely ever hang out with my friends? Yes. But so like, would I really want to hang out with people who literally can't give a shit to even like, tend to care? There are 2 billion no. people on the planet. If I'm not, no, no, we are not, no, I'm not, I'm not an, I, I have such a finite amount of time in my day <laughs> if you are not serving. Purpose, if you're making me feel worse about myself than I want to feel about myself, like, Next, that's fine. I, I treat friendships very much like I did when I was on the dating scene. It's, uh, it is not a problem. There, there are like two billion of you. I don't need to invest my time in someone that's toxic. Totally, I, I agree. I think as well, a lot of people are scared to like be alone and like to not have anybody there. I know when I, um, I wanted to break up with my ex, a lot of the time I was thinking, well, he would do the things with me that when my friends were too busy with their boyfriends um i had him and i could go to see places and like it was so hard to like come to the um realization that i can just fucking go see the film by myself like i i can do things alone if i really want to like if i really want to watch that film fucking watch that film like you don't need loads of people to be around you and you'll probably even enjoy it more because i cry a lot at film so i'm like by myself no one can see me cry it's all good oh, <laughs> nobody I knows parties. i adore you watch parties i get to be you comfy <laughs> you should look at yourself like you are your original best friend like you need to be the og best friend and i find that by doing that you can become the friend that you need and it makes you a better friend to others. Like it's it's a something you can work on. It's just like becoming your own best friend. Guys, it's okay then, to be lonely. It's okay yeah. to feel lonely. 
It's yeah. like, you don't have to be surrounded by someone 24 fucking seven. It's okay to just spend and a little bit of time. As you practice time. being alone more, you will feel less lonely. I don't ever feel lonely when I'm by myself now because I'm like, I'm in the best company myself. <laughs> my I was feeling lonely the other day. And that's usually when I reach out to people like, hey, what you doing? Or hey, what's going on? Or like, hey, I'm doing my nails. Do you want to like sit in a Discord call with me? And like, we don't have to talk to each other. That is honestly my ideal hangout is you do your thing. I'll do my thing. And then if we want to say something to each other, we can do <laughs> parallel it. play. It, 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 exactly. Parallel play. I, that is, oh yes, that is a top tier love language for Steph. I, <laughs> I'm so laid back. I'm easy. I'm so easy to be friends with. Just like be in the general vicinity and I'm good. <laughs> yeah. I think though, like taking yourself on little dates or like doing activities that you want to do specifically by yourself because you think it's fun can be like a huge helper for being less lonely when you're alone. Um, Cause like when else do you get to just do whatever you want without consulting somebody else or anything like that? Like when you have those moments, especially like once you are a married adult, you cannot just go do whatever you want whenever you want to. Or if you're in a long-term committed relationship, you know, um, you're in a partnership. So those moments when you have time that you can do whatever you want, and just be with yourself are like gold you know it's when you get older so like learn to love them now when you're younger and you have so much time like go explore yourself try new things take yourself on dates like what do you want to do go do those things i've been doing i broke up with my ex because like i couldn't do anything alone like he'd always want to call me and everything and now do whatever the fuck I want. I can, <laughs> I, I can go out. Like I can do whatever I want. I mean, I don't go out, but like you can. I could, I could if I wanted to. The world is your know? oyster. Exactly. Yeah. I, I love my alone time. Me too. <laughs> I so, love actually going out to eat by myself. It is well, the best that? thing That's in the fun. world I because. Go. <laughs> You can sit wherever you want. You can order whatever you want. You can take as long as you want to eat. It's yes. just like such like sometimes I'll just go eat by myself like outside. I'll like sit on a patio at a restaurant and I just like take in the day and like have a nice time with myself. I did that in New York when I visited uh, New York for work. I smoked a joint walking around found a pizza place just sat in the corner and did some people watching that was yeah. honestly like it felt very empowering I feel yeah like an adult. it's so nice I, like an adult. I love it honestly solo travel can be extremely extremely like beneficial i think like taking solo trips because then it really is just like you and your intuition and like where do i want to go what do i want to do i'm just gonna like follow my heart today and I think Being that's so fun. Feels good. It feels pretty yeah. good to be selfish. So I don't um, think selfish should have negative connotations. I agree. Hmm. Yeah. Sometimes you need you should to be. be selfish. Yeah. Like, you're so fast. Yeah. Cannot no one else is gonna put cup. you first. Put yourself first. Nobody else is ever gonna put you first. That was exactly. And, so and do you know what? They shouldn't. If somebody puts you first, run. You don't ever want to be with somebody who puts you before themselves. Like, red flag. Healthy. <laughs> it's not healthy. It might feel nice. It might, you know, feel really great. But, like, that person is going to burn out. Like, that is not 
you know, yeah. you have to put yourself first. They got to be taken care They're of. They're going to become controlling. Yourself. And like, what are you doing today? Why aren't you doing that? Like, why won't you come see me today? Like, what? Why do you hate me? Like, it's, it'll be a whole thing. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Ugh. Ugh, that sounded like so much pressure right there. I know, right? right? see me today. I'm like, because I'm doing other shit. What do you mean? Yeah. <laughs> Don't you have other shit to do than harass me? <laughs> and also, yeah, yeah, that's a, that's a big one. That, like, just, like, triggered me from, like, being in, like, high school. Sorry. Like, like, you know, like, oh... I, I, speaking from I'm experience to, as well. I'm here Sorry. to take <laughs> care of myself and I'm not here to take care of anybody else. So how, okay, so at the end of the day, <laughs> maintaining friendships has also been kind of a, a difficult thing, right? Cause I, I am very much like Dana is, I will match your energy to a T, but I also understand that we are busy people. We have a lot going on. And sometimes that person has just as bad a fucking object permanence as I do with people and that I should be making the first move. So how do you like organically further your relationship, your platonic relationship with someone and overcome like the feeling of being annoying? Like I, oh. I would text you guys all the time, but I'm like, mm, they're probably doing something so i'm just like gonna not text <laughs> me steph <laughs> i promise like, you you will never annoy me ever yeah i agree i agree if i'm busy i won't respond but if i'm not i'll respond immediately it's so hard as well to start doing that if i'm busy i would just respond when i'm free now instead of like responding when i'm busy and stressing myself out more i think if you message people first and stuff or you message people a lot as long as you realize that people <laughs> will not answer straight away or they'll be busy then you're fine as long as you're not like oh they didn't answer me in an hour i hate this person now we're not friends anymore you should um, be good <laughs> i somebody once told me that like when you reach out to somebody like or somebody reaches out to you like that is a bid for connection that's all it is at the end of the day it is not like something you need to feel scared about or like bothered by or whatever it's just like somebody's that. looking to connect with you so like accept it as just a bit of connection and like don't stress so much about it you know I love I it when people reach out to me because I am the worst for reaching yes, out to no. others. <laughs> um, I, yeah, I, I'm the same, the same way. I, yeah, I'll like look, I said, I'm and usually I'll be like, like driving. <laughs> and I also never get mad if somebody doesn't respond to me, ever. Could care less. Like, if I send you a nice text and you don't text me back, like, I have no care in the world about that. I, I did my part. I, like, sent the thing I wanted to say. Cool. It's, I don't care. I know so you I'm probably read it, and that's all that matters. The thing is less about, like, getting mad, but, like, also wondering, like, oh, that person didn't respond to that message um, where I asked them a question, and they've, like, sent me, like, six more messages since then. It was a month ago. Do I, like, it again, or did they ignore it on purpose because they don't want to do it? That's always my thing, like... I always wonder, do I ask this person again? Will that annoy you? You can ping like, me a thousand times. I do same. not care. Just you can just constantly ping me and it doesn't bother me at all. Yeah, I really <laughs> don't care. So full disclosure, if anyone reaches out to me, um, and it, it happened the other day too. So when I'm feeling lonely, I'll send out like a bunch of messages like, hey, what are you doing? Like just you know, whatever. I accidentally put my phone.
phone in Do Not Disturb right after I sent all those messages out one time. And then I spent the night crying because no one texted me back. And I was like, everyone fucking hates me and I'm just like a burden. And then the next morning I opened it up and I was like, oh. <laughs> oh. oh. <laughs> Is it me? Am I the drama? I'm the drama. (laughs) (sighs) Friends are hard, though, at the end of the day. They are. But I I honestly... I have a new one. And I met her through the industry. And we have one of those, like, new wave, uh, new, new, new wave female relationships where it's, like, ultra communication. And then, like, we open up the conversations with, like, do you have space for this? (laughs) Do you, do you have want, the capacity you, to talk about this right now? Do you have the capacity to talk about this? Do you want to vent or do you want advice? Are you okay? Like, <laughs> there's so much what communication. What kind of support are you looking for at this moment? Seriously, that's how we talk to each other. And it's it's like, it feels weird because it's a little bit uncomfortable to be that formal. And I, like, I've had this conversation with her. Like, I think it's super fucking fringe. I do. I think it's cringe. But, but like, it's honestly, nice. this is working. And if yes. it's working and we're Amazing. on the same page and we're growing our relationship, who gives a fuck if it's cringe? I my that? sister has has always said like that's how her and her friends are. And for like the longest time, I was like, that's embarrassing. Like yeah. <laughs> it wasn't yeah. until I realized like that's healthy and helpful. And like, even if it feels weird, it's just because that's like what we've been conditioned to feel. Like, hopefully that becomes the norm. Yeah, you There's know. No assuming oh, in our relationship. I want friends like that. Yeah, assuming you should never assume anything like if you want to work on healing yourself stop making assumptions just entirely Mm -hmm. completely just like do not ever make another assumption ever again in your life about how someone is feeling about someone's tone just stop making assumptions love it this fucking book read this fucking book it costs (laughs) like three dollars on amazon this book has changed my fucking life for communicating with people i I used to take shit so personally. Like, dude, it's not about you. None of it's about you. None of it's about you. I have that book on Kindle because of you, and I still need to read it. Like, it's I there. need to get on my page. Phone. I can read it at any point, and I just have not got around to it yet. Audiobook saved my ass on that because if I'm like frustrated with my music, I just get it on audiobook and I play it in the background. I put on this audiobook when I go to sleep sometimes. That's I need to smart. do that. I listen to like guided sleep meditations when I go to sleep, but that also might be amazing. Your brain might yeah. not retain it like in the front of the brain, but your brain will retain it in maybe in the back of the brain. Yeah. Training like the that. subconscious. So That's really cool. smart. Yeah. And I boring, yeah. you'll fall asleep. <laughs> I think <laughs> that's true. I feel I really do feel like though making assumptions is like one of the worst things you can do for yourself and for other people. Like you're not letting other people tell their side of the story when you assume anything. Plus it's it's just like never helpful. Have you ever assumed something and it was like helpful to you? And if they're gonna get pissed off at you guys for asking the question, that's on them. You asked for clarification so that you could better serve Mm. them. You did your part. Like dude. Man, drinking water and communicating with people, I, I wish I did this shit so much sooner because it's made Me my too. life so much easier. <laughs> mm-hmm. Drinking As water, <laughs> sleeping, and learning <laughs> how to communicate. Knowing that, like I said before, and I think in another episode, hard conversations is not confrontation. It is not an attack. It is absolutely not. So like, 
learn to separate hard conversations from confrontations and don't treat them the same. Hard conversations are necessary for good relationships. Also, as you said in one of the other episodes, it's a great way to grow. Mm-hmm. Having hard conversations will, it, it's like a thing you practice. It gets easier over time and then you'll find all your relationships are better when you can be open and honest and like just have a normal relationship. <laughs> and this is, also you said, this is something you said as well, but you also said that if you're having a hard conversation, it means that the person cares about you. Yes. Yes. That is another thing. If somebody's like, hey, I have to talk to you and it's about something serious, like that is them showing that they care about you. That's mm -hmm. so true. People don't have hard conversations with people they don't care about. They just either stop being friends or talk smack about you behind your back. Exactly. Like if someone's talking smack about you behind your back, they do not care about you. But also if they're not having those difficult conversations with you, then they do not care about you. That's one of the four agreements, actually. Be impeccable with your word. Your voice carries meaning. Use it for good. Yes, that person, like, you have this, like, hot piece of gossip that you want to just have to share with someone, but take into consideration, why does that person need to hear it from you? If it's common knowledge and it's a rumor that's being spread, they're going to hear it through the grapevine anyway. Why does it have to come out of your mouth, though? Yeah. I like the thing where it's like, is it necessary? Is it kind? Is it true? And it has to be two of those if you should say the thing that you're going to say. You can ask yourself before you're going to say something. Is it necessary? Is it kind? Is it true? If it's not two of those, just... Do you guys remember when Google... It might have been like an April Fool's joke, but they came out with like Google Glasses where you could like... It had like a user interface or whatever when you're like walking around. I can't wait for that to be real technology. So that way when you're talking to someone, you can have little reminders pop up. Is it necessary? Is it kind? Is it true? <laughs> like and in your the view? Thing. Yes. If you yeah. have four agreements that just scroll when you're having a conversation <laughs> with someone. That would be like, so helpful. A couple affirmations yeah. up in the top right corner. Like, bruh, <laughs> I'm here for it. Yeah. It was not an April Fool's smart joke. glasses. Okay, <laughs> we need some That's smart glasses. With some friends, like, I found myself getting, like, really angry at them. And, like like by processing it and writing it down and stuff i realized i wasn't actually angry just hurt and mm -hmm. like i remember for the longest time with my friends i kind of like mourned we had before the pandemic the friendships that we had and 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 the type of relationship like friendship that it was and it's never ever probably ever going to become anything like it was ever again um you kind of just have to like with that i guess like I, I remember being angry, processing it, being upset about it, um, kind of just like mourning You went through it. the stages of grief, essentially. <laughs> Literally. And now yeah. I just match, match the energy and I'm just like, I'm not that bothered by it. Like, we haven't hung out for a month. I'm okay with that. Like, it doesn't really bother me anymore. I think that comes to like managing your expectations can help you a lot like you just set the bar very low so then you're not bothered when that's the bar that they hit because you are already expecting that's the way that they're going to act uh, i think if, if people like um 
disappoint me too many times or like they'll say like let's go out and then it gets cancelled on or it gets forgotten about and like if it happens too many times then I I just don't have any expectations anymore I just assume anytime we say we're gonna meet up we don't um it's it's helpful but um it's it sucks yeah to have friends that you just have no kind of actual expectations for it doesn't feel good that so it's can I can I ask with those those expectations that you set on them is it something that you have communicated with that friend group and they have agreed to adhere to that expectation or is it an expectation that you set in your head as what you wanted out of that friendship and then got upset because you didn't get it I find myself in that situation a lot it's less of like an expectation that I've set it's like one that's been set through like experience so like before the pandemic we would meet up maybe like twice a month or like we talk more on um like i don't know messenger or whatever we'd like communicate more we talk about like stuff that was going on we'd be there for each other and now like it's just it's none of that so all the expectation has been just from like how the the friendship was and now if i go to them about anything that like i'm struggling with i just find that they either make me feel worse or like just um i forgot my word <laughs> um they just they're just not very helpful or they just don't respond for like i remember i i was like responded to um until like the next day and it was like something like i just really need a distraction right now i'm really worried about my cat like i i need a distraction i need you guys to help me but then like um i feel like their side of things they kind of assume we assume rather than expect to always be there to help them um, and to do to, to do what they need and I've always been that person where if I say I'm struggling and someone else says yeah me too I will always go and help them first and I will put my feelings aside for them and that's not healthy and so now if someone if one of them comments in the chat that they are struggling I will not answer if I don't have the space for that or if I'm busy I will just leave it instead of making sure it's my top priority because energy i i uh, have that energy back so you are you are your top priority and the cool thing is when you learn how to treat yourself well you don't let anybody else treat you anything less because you're like i know how i treat other people i know how i treat myself i'm not gonna take anything less like if here's what i'm offering if we're doing if, if a friendship is like an equal exchange here and i'm offering all of these great things I'm not going to be friends with somebody that's just like not going to offer those things back in return. Like I'll be acquaintances, I'll be nice, I'll be friendly, I'll be, you know, helpful, but I'm not going to make them a priority over myself. Right. See, something that changed my life and I'm not even being like um, dramatic, like is when you said surface level friends. You can have surface level friends where you don't get into everything deep. I mean, I'm someone who overshares like a lot, which is why <laughs> i'm on this podcast <laughs> but like i talk about a lot of stuff like i share how i'm feeling like if someone says how are you like not just random people but like my friends i will i will be honest and say look i'm not doing good today or you know i'm not too bad but this happened but actually um this is something nice that happened and now i don't do that anymore because like they've become surface level friends whenever i do tell them honestly about stuff it gets like ignored or um get told that like 
things are more important like things are worse and it's not a competition it's it's not a competition over who's having a sh shittier day <laughs> i'm sorry i can't stand it when people do that shit if i'm telling you that something's going wrong telling me that kids are starving in africa is not that does not make me feel better that someone else has it worse out there i am justified and valid in how i feel and yep. I, just, I just need you to acknowledge that like i'm having a fucking shitty day today <laughs> yeah people's two oh, most I love core needs go ahead go on sorry i just that I was, was that was it that's just what i love about you guys <laughs> i was just gonna say people's like two most deepest core needs are to be seen and to be heard so like yeah. if you're not gonna provide that later at least yeah. try <laughs> just try it, i don't know it's 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 so easy and i i I don't know. Friendships are a lot of work. That's and that's my opinion. I find them to be a lot of work. It's it's keeping up with that communication. It's making sure that you're there. But first and foremost, like if you take care of yourself, friendships are a lot easier because you're not pouring from an empty cup and feeling like everything's a stressor in your life. And I've I've definitely took people out of my life. I had an amazing friend that I fucking adored, but every time I came to her about something, she minimalized it and diminished it. And it's just like you're not justified in feeling that way because people have it so much worse. Well, just change it. Just do it. Just change it. I didn't bring her anything positive and shit all over it. Finally, I was like, yeah. I don't like talking to you anymore. Don't you be know? friends with people that empty your cup. It's not helpful at all. Energy vampires. No. <laughs> yeah. Yes. It took a if lot you of energy feel... to make this energy, okay? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. If you feel it's simply like, exhausted after an event with somebody and like, not like in an introverted or like ADHD or autism way, but like your energy has just been sucked out of you, like pay attention to how you feel after you hang out with people, you know, after you spend time with people, think about how you feel. I always feel like energized when I interact with you guys, like mm -hmm. I always feel like is the worst because like it's always the evening for me and like I'm supposed to be winding down like, and I'm like oh my god I can do all these things like yeah I've got energy and I feel amazing and I love it obviously <laughs> but it's so nice like to have a group of friends now where like know what I need like like if I'm in the supporters um ticket and I, I'm complaining about something instead of like trying to fix it it's just like, do you know what that really sucks? Or do you know what? I'd be really annoyed too. And it's just like validating. validating. Yeah. I love the validation ah. that we get in our friend group. I Yep. Please don't ever, you know, just I, I get on my husband's case about it. Like, don't do things with me just because I want to do them. If you don't want to do them, I'm not having fun if you're not having fun. So it's like I expect that same thing in my friendships. If I'm being a fucking dickhead, I need you to tell me that. <laughs> Don't just placate me and be like, yeah, I fuck that person. I'd be really bad too. Or no, like if I'm, if it's me, like tell me it's me. <laughs> you know? Yeah. I love the I, honesty in our friend group. I dated a guy in college and he would always be like, what? You're not like taking my side when it would be like a really shitty take. And I'd be like, no, no. like, I don't agree with you. That's a terrible take. Ooh. And yeah, and, that and just like, drove me crazy. Like I was like, I'm not just going to like blindly be like, yes, that's fantastic. When you have like the world's worst take on something. Oh my God. I was with a guy that was like, Stephanie, if my sky is green, your sky needs to be green. I'm like, no, if your sky what? is green and the sky is blue, I'm going to tell you in an appropriate way like hey man that's not right like the sky is actually blue but he's like no <laughs> you say it's green you need to agree i'm like 
that. I'm not going to look like an idiot because you want to look like an idiot. Nah, yeah. that's a hard no. Yeah. <laughs> and that goes back to like being sure of yourself and like, you know, really like standing your ground in who you are and figuring out like your own values and belief systems. Go with your gut. Do you remember when you were like a little kid and you had like growing pains of any kind, like physically, like even like your teeth growing in and like it was painful to grow up sometimes. Mental growth is the exact same way. It's not easy and it hurts, (laughs) but it's necessary or else you're going to be stuck in the same mindset and position in a miserable life until you die. You're not uncomfortable you're not growing get yes. uncomfortable also if your friends aren't like helping you grow as a person and you're not helping them grow as a person like we need to like think about that who Stand you spend time with is so important because it literally shapes the person that you are in such an impactful way like i get it now when my parents growing up were like don't maybe be friends with that person like you know you'd bring someone over to your house and when they left they would be like "Mm, i don't really know about that person if they're like a good friend for you and it's because who you hang out with is who you become if you spend a lot of time alone on that same note it is your responsibility and your responsibility alone to make sure that you are giving yourself the tools to like be that person that you want to be around yeah it will in turn affect other people that you then meet like it is it's your responsibility to do your healing or your growth so that you're not negatively impacting the people around you people go to therapy because other people didn't go to therapy <laughs> that fucks me up on <laughs> like <laughs> it's annoying yeah it's also very helpful to have a friend that is in school to become a therapist <laughs> yeah this is very <laughs> you get your free psychoanalyzing <laughs> <laughs> what are you talking about that <laughs> yeah Absolutely. everyone should go to therapy everyone i do really feel like in school like when you're young should have like access to uh in school therapists to talk about mm-hmm. things i was bullied like a lot in primary school and secondary school and when i finally got to talk to a therapist she was like oh did the school ever offer anything to you about like that because like that's a lot of trauma to deal with as a, as a child and i was like no i didn't really know anything about um therapists until um my last year of school when we finally got taught about mental health <laughs> I didn't even know I had anxiety until then. I was like, listening to the list, everything. I was like, oh, I thought those were personality traits. Okay. (laughs) Maybe I need to go to the doctor. (laughs) (laughs) I think that's so important. Just like having these conversations and educating people because like, you literally, I remember when I went to the psychiatrist and I like explained to her, like, I don't find joy in anything anymore. And I just like want to sleep all day. And I'm like struggling to get to class. And she was like, it sounds like you have depression. And I was like, that's depression. Like, I was like, oh, and so like, you literally like, you don't know what you don't know, right? So how can you help yourself if you're unaware? So educating yourself and like listening to conversations like this could be so helpful. I swear, 
every time we have a podcast recording, one of us literally has an aha moment where like somebody <laughs> says something and the other person's like, oh my God, like I get it now. <laughs> and like, we've been yeah. having these conversations for so long, so long. And it's still we're all like, oh, wow, all great idea. Lives. And it, it's, that's why human interaction is important. Yeah, we Even gotta share like experiences. People. Even if you don't like- I always feel like spreading awareness and talking about your experiences is probably the most important thing that you can do um, to spread awareness of mental health by talking about your own experiences and sharing it so that people don't feel so alone in how they feel. I mean, as soon as I found out about my anxiety um, diagnosis and I went to see a counselor and everything, I shared my experience of seeing a counselor for the first time because a lot of people don't even make that first step because they are so worried and they don't know what to expect. And guess what? Anxiety hates the unexpected. <laughs> they hate not knowing. So like I, I, I shared my experience and I like to think that I've helped a couple of people, maybe one or two, <laughs> hopefully. You definitely have. Can't get good at something unless you do it. Gotta do it. Exactly. exactly. Yeah. I also feel like I have learned so much but also a lot of things have been like reaffirmed like in your in my head like I will say things and it I will consciously or subconsciously take it in and then like I'll go through my day and like something will happen and I'll just remember like something that you guys have said and it really is helpful like and I feel like if we can help each other on this podcast then we must be helping other people for sure um mm -hmm. this podcast hopefully do we do do we want to do a last call for questions in case um anybody wants to get their questions in yeah yeah, yeah. absolutely i think we're getting close to finishing up here if you need help uh, right. don't know what to do for a question all you got to do is exclamation q in your question if you want to be anon do exclamation anon q that'll give you the submission form to submit and if you're feeling uncomfy or want a little bit of extra help there is our resources. Top X, I think, with the C. I can make both, though. <laughs> I love it. It's great for joining. This was awesome. I had a ton of fun today. Same. Super fun. I'm so thankful people sent in questions and stuff. Exactly. Yeah. It's really nice to answer people's questions, like, in real time as well and see what people think. We definitely gotta do this again. Absolutely. This is my favorite. Absolutely. Same. I love it. Though I do kind of like recording the podcast in my Udi and no one's seeing me. <laughs> <laughs> you can wear an Udi. <laughs> I know, but like I wear an Udi on my normal streams. I kind of wanted like to to seem fairly like you know, professional. I don't know. Exactly. <laughs> I also put real clothes on today, so you are not alone. <laughs> Like, I'm wearing people clothes, not not my um, clothes, you know? <laughs> I love it. Um, if we don't have any other questions, I think we are nearing the end of our first ever Q&A live podcast. So exciting. Um, we do have we a made it. message, and we are definitely going to be bringing this love here to someone else. Um, the raid message should work. We are not affiliated, of course, so we don't really have any fun emotes or anything for people to You can add your own emote to the end if you'd like. Yes, yes, yes. Um, we are going to talk about how we faked it today. 
Ooh. It's sweet. So that's how we normally end Would the you like to share? That is how we normally end <laughs> Putting you on the spot. <laughs> I, I'm gonna be honest with you. I um I had a little bit of anxiety before hitting that go live button and definitely uh faked my way through having my shit together with making all the seats for this. My bad guys. But other than that, like once once I get started with you guys, that anxiety just disappears. I know that you have my back. I know that if I get stuck, you know what I'm saying. I love the way you guys can translate for me. Like I just I just I just jive. I just jive with y'all. So I love it. Yeah, this was super great. I don't know if I've been faking it this week or not, but if anybody else wants to share, feel free. I always feel like I fake it at the beginning of podcasts and stuff because I always find it hard to find my flow because I know we all interrupt each other and that's the only way we kind of end up like getting to say our thing. And I don't know why, but I always kind of like, um, like find it hard in the first like five minutes to like find the like jumping point. But as soon as I've faked it like for the first five minutes it clicks it's amazing and I, i'm like oh my god it's been two hours already or whatever and it's amazing right um, it definitely like, takes some time yeah, it's amazing and i feel like that way of faking it is great um also i've been faking it at work because i've had a headache all week and i've still been at work and i've had migraines and i'm still just like working through it pushing through i'm proud of you dana very much <laughs> Awesome, guys. All right. I think that's it. Thank you so much. Please join us for the Thank raid. you, Drop everyone. Follows. Drop the message. I Show all the love. Love it, love it. We are going to see you guys, you guys in Discord. Follow up. Have yep. a great one. Join Discord. Bye. Bye. Bye.